Happy Monday, beautiful people. I love that that little giggle was the beginning of the show. <laughs> Happy Monday, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to Conversations with Friends. This is Lanita. Welcome back, family. Happy end of July. We're getting ready to move into August here. Um, it's July 29th, and I am very excited to be with you all today. just realized this is also episode 29. So we've got big 11s on both sides of us today, holding us nice and safe and close, keeping the family side by side, showing up to do their work. Um, super excited for my friend that I have on the, on the show today. She has been on the show. This is actually my first official repeat friend on the show. April Bassetti is here. Soulmate, what's up, love? Hello. How are you, friend? I'm fabulous today. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Happy 29th. Number 11. 11, episode 29. 11's on both sides. Welcome back, friend. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Um, So real quick, I want to tell the friends... Today, actually, on the 29th, Aligned Marketing Group is hosting their first 21-day blog challenge. Um, A few years ago, I did a blog challenge with Quentin. Shout out Quentin with Urban Eden. I've had Taryn on the show, Quentin Lewis. I've had his wife, Taryn Lewis, on the show. She was back on the original Conversations with Friends. It's probably been two years now. And we talked about Urban Eden. You guys should definitely check them out. Amazing soap makers out of Atlanta. And high quality products. And they are just doing really awesome things. They just opened a retail shop recently. Uh, But Quentin started a 21-day blog challenge a few years ago. And I decided to accept it. And at the end of that 21 days, I I had the new habit of blogging. And I had tried to blog many times before that and just hadn't created the habit and been able to stick with it and get consistent with it. And at the end of that 21-day blog challenge, I had it fully in me that I was going to continue blogging. I didn't do it every day after that. But um, it was just a really powerful experience. And I have many friends, especially mom friends, are at home with their children, are going through all the different life things that they are. They want to start blogs or small businesses or um, what was the word we used the other day? Petite businesses. That, um, that want to put more content out and get their, act, their website active and get uh, moving up on Google search results. Um, blogging is a big deal, and it's all about consistency. So Aligned Marketing is hosting our first 21-day blog challenge starting today. That's going to take us through to August 18th. And that's blogging every day or blogging or doing a podcast. It doesn't have to always be a blog. It can be video or voice, uh, but doing it every, every day for 21 days and, uh, you know, just seeing where that takes you. Um, so I'm excited that we can share that with you today, that we start today, and that the big 11s are on both sides, and that my communicator, Gemini, soulmate, uh, longtime friend, is on the show with me. Um, I brought April back to just kind of do some conversations with friends. Uh, Most of the conversations so far have been more structured and focused around um, my different friends, business enterprises, and their stories and past. And we're going to keep bringing people like that on the show as well. 
Um, but I also wanted to like relax a little bit and have it be a place that we could have um, wider, especially more spiritual conversations for myself, and that I could have just more relaxed conversations with friends that I speak with more often and just in a more informal way. And April, I mean, I don't know how many hours we put in, but we got some hours behind <laughs> us in the conversation world. <laughs> Uh, thousands of hours. <laughs> we put some hours in. But real quick, just to go back to your blog. So yeah. for those of us that are not knowledgeable about blogs, or like for me, I don't, I, I figure it's like someone's journal, kind of. Give me um, an explanation what an actual blog is and the purpose. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> you are so amazing. This, let me just tell the audience, this is exactly what this kind of relationship I have with this woman is. <laughs> is I say something and she will help me tailor it to say it better. And I just, I just can't express how important that is to have in a friend. Thank you, friend. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> that means a lot. Um, a blog. So you could definitely look at a blog as a journal. There are personal blogs, and so those would sometimes look like a journal or some type of record-keeping, personal record-keeping. And that would be a blog that maybe you're writing about, you know, being at home with your children or opening a new business or astrology, you know. Um, and that's where a lot of people tend to start out is that personal blog. Um, and then if, if and when you get a lot of readers to that blog, you you, there's ways to actually monetize them. <clears throat> so then once, you know, you can get paid for a blog, then a lot of those personal blogs have turned into business blogs. Um, and then also a lot of businesses now blog as well. And the primary reason why businesses have picked up on, okay, the blogging world, these personal blogs, monetizing their blogs and getting so many readers and it's having such a large cultural influence, uh, the, the businesses that picked up on that, I don't really know how long ago, but they are now a part of that whole blogging industry. So it can be personal, but it also can be business, and it can be both. It can be a personal blog that you have turned into a business. Um, a lot of blogs end up turning into books and turning into podcasts or live TV shows. Um, you know, it's kind of amazing what the blogging world can do because the cool thing about it is that you just get to experience express your opinion, your research, your perspective to an audience. And if you do it in, you know, well-written and um, you really put your energy into making it a really good blog with high-level photos and you interact with the blogging community, um, you can really move your message far. And so either personal or business. And a blog is also a, a written post. So it's something that you would write similar to an, an essay for school but on your particular topic, and it's something that you would write and post in written format. Very thorough explanation. Yeah, thank you for helping me clarify. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, so really, guys, that's exactly why I brought April on the show, <laughs> was because uh, the way that my brain works with her, and I imagine you would say the same, uh, the way our brains work together is just in this um, really beautiful, um, fluid, you know, manner. And that's what I want to bring April on and talk to us about is uh, the things that we talk about and why we understand the ways in which we work together well and the ways in which we are working within our world and all of that. So nothing too formal here, but April's on the show and we're just going to have some conversation. All right. All right, friends, so um, 
Oh, yep, go ahead. No, go ahead, sweetheart. Well, so we talk a lot about astrology, and I haven't really gotten to astrology conversations on the show much because I'm, I don't consider myself um, a full-fledged astrologer, though definitely one in training. Um, but you were, you've been studying astrology from way back in the day, and I just love talking to it uh, about it with you. Um, and I feel like so much of our interactions are based around our zodiac chart. So uh, I think that that was going to be our, our kind of focus today on a, of a conversation. We're going to talk about uh, the top three uh, placements in our zodiac, our sun, our moon, and our ascendant sign, and also uh, a few other things. So, yeah, I was just going to, I'm um, just framing the conversation a little bit. Because <laughs> you know that Virgo rising <laughs> needs to have that. <laughs> Talking about it's going to be informal. <laughs> it's, it's actually very formal. It's actually very formal. It's just that, um, of course, you are the creator of your own thoughts. And because um, the Virgo is here to find the sacred pattern, you know what I'm saying? So it's like as you decode in your brain, um, how do I describe it? It's like your brain is constantly decoding. So once you have decoded it, it's like you speak it, right? And a lot of us are still going through the process of decoding. <laughs> so it's kind of like when you're talking to a doctor, you know what I'm saying? They've spent a lot of their lives in school, you know, 10, 12 years in school. So it's like they use the terminology of what they have studied, what they have decoded, you know, and the rest of us who haven't taken that journey are kind of like, can you speak English? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I think that's like the same difference. And here with me, with a sun sign in Gemini, um, oh. I'm the curious one. And so um, I also have my Taurus, my Mercury, which is how I think it's like a Taurus. So it's like everything works on a common sense basis. So it's like I need to have the common sense knowledge, the breakdown of it, and then the Gemini in me is able to communicate it for everyone so that they understand it. Does that make sense? Mm, it does. And I didn't, I don't, I don't remember your Mercury being in Taurus, but now that I do, my Mercury is in Pisces and uh, not too many people can follow me, what I say, but with our strong Mercury um, connections with the Gemini Virgo too, uh, Pisces and Taurus do so well together. And I don't always know how, but they do. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. I love discovering more parts of your chart too. Um, I always enjoy it like consciously learning a new position, like, oh, that's, that makes sense. And then I think, too, an important thing to talk about with astrology is a lot of people um, are say that they're not into it because, you know, they read their horoscope, and it's like, well, that isn't kind of in line with me, you know. Mm -hmm. And the deal with astrology is that it's a lot more particular and it's a lot more detailed describing the energy that is possible. And so knowing your astrological signs and your chart um, help you better, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Help you better distribute and distribute the energy that's possible it, it, it helps blossom it. it it lets you know what's possible 
and then how you can expound on it. Mm. Yeah, and especially in your personal relationships, you know, because that's really what's so cool about um, getting to know your friends' charts or your partner's charts or your children's charts and knowing all their placements because you realize, you know, why certain challenges exist in those relationships and why certain things work. And um, like with you and I, you know, you're, you, you don't always, Pisces women don't always work with you, but I do. Um, I think because of that Virgo rising, that strong Mercury, um, as well as your Pisces moon, for some reason we have this bond and this connection that like you can see in the charts why it works out. Um, people are missing out. They're missing out on deeper, you know, just deep even appreciation, connection. connection and appreciation. Too. Exactly. Exactly. And I was going to go there because it helps you because we are all individuals and we all have a different perception. And I think what astrology does is, is help you understand another individual's perspective. perspective. Mm. And in understanding their perspective, you're able to honor them and whatever it is, however they are perceiving things. Mm -hmm. And you also can appreciate yourself more because although I never had issues with Gemini energy in the, in the world and the general consensus, people talk bad about Gemini. And if you didn't didn't have personal good relationships with Gemini or you didn't naturally love Kanye, like I always liked Kanye. Um, but if you didn't always feel like that, then, you know, um, give me one second. Oh, I just stopped. Hold on. I got to hit record. Oh, no, we're good. <laughs> um, if you didn't have good experiences with Gemini, then you might not know, you might not be able to appreciate the energy. But for me, once I started to really find the Gemini in me and recognize what it is that, like, why I like Gemini energy and what it is about it that I appreciate it, it helps me appreciate that about myself. <laughs> because I have strong Gemini energy, actually. And it's not prevalent in my, in the chart that we're going to talk about here in a few moments. But it is, though. And when I recognize my relationship with you and other Gemini moons, especially, I'm like, oh, man, I love that energy. <laughs> it's beautiful. And then especially with you, because um, Gemini is a part of your midhaven which is, you know, um, your career and um, the energy that's surrounded by that. You are, you are definitely here to communicate, you know what I'm saying, because your purpose is here to definitely touch the masses at a, at a lightning rate. So um, that Gemini being a communicator, of course you love us because that's how you communicate your, your businesses, your life, your, you know, your everything. Mm. I sure do. And I also have a lot of compassion because I recognize, especially in the career world, and it's always been like this for me, not only do I move around a lot like Gemini's do, but I also have felt that certain energy that people have for Gemini's when it comes to career. <laughs> um, I, I recognize that, you know, and I understand that, uh, that, 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 you know, frequency is judged um, unfairly often and just not misunderstood. It is, and you know, you do so well with it because and that, that Virgo rising helps because Geminis, we're interested in everything. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the people, we know we know a little about everything and, you know, probably not a lot on one subject. We're those type of people. And so, you know, I can remember you starting the process like years and years ago and you were, you know, you had all these ideas. And so being able to sort them out, say, you know what, like I did want to do this, but I'm going to put that to the side right now and focus just purely on this and put the work in on this. For Gemini, that's a very hard thing to conquer, <laughs> you know, that scattered energy. Yeah. And you've definitely done that. Yeah, that Virgo definitely helps out. Well, let's talk about that. So um, we kind of throwing away around a lot of um, a lot of names here, but let's talk about the the three primary energies that you know the zodiac kind of tends to focus on, and that really isn't even true. But um, but just for today's topic, we're going to just focus around these these three, uh, maybe because they're just the larger you know heavenly bodies and a um, point. Um, but the sun, the moon, and the rising or the ascendant. Um, do you want to tell me what yours are and any description or talk at all about what the three are too as you're, as you're talking about them? Because for people who have no idea what this is. Okay. So um, my sun sign is Gemini. You know, that's in correlation with your birth date. And then your rising sign, you have to think of the astrological chart, you know, like where the sun rises, where the sun sets, you know, these are different signs, the midpoint, you know. And mm-hmm. so your rising sign is, you know, where the sun was rising. So for me, it is in Libra. <laughs> and then my moon sign, which is how I, oh, and, you know, your rising sign is kind of um, your perception to, to the world, what they perceive you as. You know, so it deals with a lot of your features, your physical traits. Like for me, mine is Libra, so I'm very curvaceous. Although my sun sign is a Gemini, most Geminis, you know, they have height to them. Mm. Um, they're usually very slender. So I had the combination, whereas I was very curvaceous, but slender at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, with the Libra, I'm kind of short. <laughs> Libras so are those short. Are, you know, those are, right, those are my physical traits. Um, mm. And then as far as my moon sign, which is how I how I deal with my emotions, um, everything dealing with emotions, how I perceive things from an emotional standpoint is definitely in Pisces. So um, <laughs> that has led to a lot of confusion in life. <laughs> because, uh. you know, my sun sign is air which is gemini my rising sign is libra which is also air mm. and then here comes this moon sign which is water so, you know you put those together you got some waves going on Ooh, you know and sometimes those waves can come crashing down you know it's like mm-hmm. wait what's going on and so pisces is a very feeling sign they feel everything you know they're sensitive and then, so Gemini is the sign where, you know, we're more analytical versus feeling, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm. oh, okay, um, I feel sad. So this is kind of weird, the Gemini says. I'm not really sure why I feel sad. Uh, what's up with that? Like, you know, and then the Pisces is like, oh, but you're sad because this person over here is sad and 
you know, mm. and the Gemini is like, what that got to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> and then the Pisces is like, oh, compassion, you know, we feel everybody's emotions. We're one big puddle of consciousness and all that shit. And the Gemini is like, well, um, <laughs> that's debatable. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that, but explain, you know. And the Libra is standing in the background like, okay, let's take the time to listen to each other. You know, Libra is about creating the balance and everything. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it gets really particular with me having a rising sign Libra to the point to where not only balance in my life, when my life is out of balance, I'm super uncomfortable. But, I mean, it comes down to even my visual, you mm-hmm. know. Like like I said, like I could walk into the bathroom, I have things on the counter. If it's more things on the left side than it is on the right side, I got to balance that out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I mean, the egg carton, you know, I get I get a little agitated when it's seven eggs in there. You know, I'm like, four needs to be on this side, three needs to Can we put one in the middle? Like, really? So eight <laughs> <isn't> even, like, <laughs> You know, I don't like bullies. I'm usually with the underdog. I don't like injustices. Mm-hmm. And then with the Pisces backing, um, I've had to step away from the media. You know, like I stopped watching the news when I was like 21. I'm 36 now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, just because the level of injustices had me to a, to a, I mean, it felt like a physical feeling, like, mm. I just, I couldn't stand it, the level of injustice, and, you know, yeah. so, um, that definitely matters, you know, and how I've dealt with myself, um, and how I've had to care for myself, you know what I'm saying, mm. having these, um, these, compl- these conflicting energies with these signs. And had I not studied astrology, I I would just be confused on the inside, not knowing what all this different energy is and how to identify it. Mm. Yeah, straight up. That was 22 minutes on the dot when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, like that is it right there. It's like you, it's just so enlightening. Um, That Pisces moon is so sensitive too. I love how you said sensitive a second ago. The Pisces is sensitive, like it's, people don't understand what that word even means when it comes to that, that 12th house energy, but it's the actual sensory system. You know, I talked about this actually last week on the show. It's the sensory system having heightened abilities. And when it's in your moon sign, it's in the moon, it's the whole water, nighttime, quiet energy of Pisces. And you basically are, I mean, you're a walking feeler. <laughs> As a Gemini no, son. No, definitely. <laughs> and, and super intuitive. Super intuitive. And that's another thing that I'm learning is to is to follow that small voice in, in my head. You know, mm-hmm. we've been taught in this American culture that if you hear voices in your head, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, if you're not hearing voices, something's not right. <laughs> Man. So actually the total opposite. So, um, Man, yes, Pisces is super intuitional, and like you said, with the sensories, I mean, picking up on everything, mm. everything. It's, 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 I used to think it of it as a curse, but it's truly a gift once you, um, like I said, analyze it, figure it out, and um, take the steps to understanding it. Like, it's, it's monumental. 
Like I have the I have the abilities to feel things that most people will not will not even fathom feeling in this lifetime. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of those sensory skills. Yeah, like it's really crazy too. I feel like um, the intuition thing. I I've always had this ability to feel, and it's becoming so much more challenging um, to. Well, I guess it's not more challenging. It's becoming heavier, like the ability to feel is becoming heavier. It's becoming more and more um, active, you know, it's activating more and more. Um, so last, a couple nights ago, I was sitting out on the balcony and the energy was, everything was fine. You know, I didn't feel any type of energy. And then a car pulled up and the whole energy of the whole space went dark. <laughs> and um, I felt, I felt like just so many dark energies around me from this car pulling up. And it was there, and I felt it. And I am at the point now with my, with my own self is that I choose to protect myself when I feel those types of dark energies. Exactly. So in my mind, I literally put up a force field of protection of, of light energy around me. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there. So I'm like, I'm doing this, my, this exercise because now I, I appreciate when this happens. Um, because in my Virgo mind, it's questioning, Lenita, you are tripping right now. <laughs> there is nothing negative going on. It's a car. <laughs> you're tripping. It's all in your head. It's all in your head or you're, or you're too sensitive. You know, how many time I've, times I've been told by people you're too sensitive. And so I've been fighting the belief of being too sensitive in my, home, in my own mind, and I'm still doing it now for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. And so the Virgo is in there like, oh, you're tripping, you're tripping, like stop, there's nothing going on, stop worrying, you know, the Virgo's in there just analyzing it all. But the Pisces energy is saying, no, I feel something. So now I'm, I'm using this as an exercise, right? And I'm learning, and I'm protecting myself and I'm standing up. So then the car leaves and the energy goes away. And, um, and there was even another moment where an owl and the time happened and it was just this whole experience. But, um, but then the next night I was, the Virgo mind came back to me. It was like, okay, so now you don't feel that energy. And, um, and my Pisces soul was saying, yeah, because it was true. You know, like you're not crazy, Lenny. <laughs> you actually feel right. things. And it doesn't have to be a judgment. Um, not at all. It doesn't have to be a judgment, but it has to be an accepting of that intuitive awareness. And it's not easy, yo. It's not easy, especially with the Mercury influence of Virgo. And I can imagine with the Gemini, you're probably just at – odds with yourself all the time questioning what you feel like it's just it's heavy oh definitely definitely but now now that my consciousness is moving towards more towards humanity more towards us being one more towards more towards the feeling of oneness and contributing to consciousness um it gets easier you know what i'm saying and especially with us with the fields that we're in and wanting to help people, wanting to help the masses, sometimes you feel that negative energy coming from someone and you kind of feel bad because you're wanting to avoid them. <laughs> but you also want to help. And so that's what I'm getting my head around is, you know, my intuition is telling me that I don't want no parts of this energy. That doesn't make them a bad person. That doesn't make me a bad person. But there is somebody better suited for that person to help them than it than me. We don't have the energy together to build. And mm -hmm. so that's okay. 
you know, I'm going to attract many people that I can build with and their energy and our vibes just work together. And that's, and you know, everything is fine, but just to know that to prevent bad experiences, I'm trying to stop the bad. And so I work on U-turns, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) I'm an impatient person. So, you know, when you're, when you're headed somewhere and you, you don't make the turn, you know, so now you got to make a U-turn, come all the way back around and try it again. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much just what it is. It's making a U-turn, you know, (laughs) and, (laughs) and trying it again. (laughs) Man, and embracing it because like Erica Badu said, he didn't put the, the steering wheel in the car for no reason. Or somebody said it was in a lyric. And she said that. I was like, wait, that's a 90s song someplace. Like the steering wheel exists in the car so you can turn around. Like you're not supposed to just yeah. go one way. It's just not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> and, that, and that's totally okay. And then, too, like, um, so, you know, we're, I'm doing credit repair and as a as a coach, I'm also putting in um, with the credit. I'm also put. I'm also writing a program, a financial program, um, mm-hmm. to help people understand their their motivations behind money, how they feel about money, and why it is that they're not receiving the money that they would like to receive. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, when you have these businesses where, you know, they're freelance, like you're going out and you're getting your clients, you know, when I hear other, uh, other entrepreneurs say things like, oh, well, you know, you need to meet with the client and see if you guys work together, blah, blah, blah. When I was first starting out, I was like, what? I was like, why does it matter? If the client is willing to pay for your services and you, you got the services, then it's an even exchange. What is the problem? Yeah. But now I understand. <laughs> yeah. Because especially with the credit, like it's a surefire system. It works, period. You know, there's no but if it works. So we have some clients that are super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always these annoying clients you know, that lacks the belief system. Mm. And it's not in us, it's in themselves. And so it's so bad to the point to where it it alters their reality, right? Mm. Wow. So then they're not getting results as fast as other clients. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, this popped up and this popped up and they're looking at us like, and I'm looking at them like, where is your belief system at? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so had had I been um uh not not scanning, but had I been more particular at the beginning with picking the clients, you know what I'm saying, that wouldn't be an issue. So now it's when I have a client that doesn't seem for sure in themselves or this opportunity, you know, I simply tell them to come back and try to set a later date when you feel a little better about what's mm. going on. You mm. know? Yeah, and that's powerful, too, because I'm seeing the Zodiac in that as well. And that's why Aligned Marketing is going to be actually doing natal charts for, like, clients that we have. Because I want to know who I'm actually interacting with. Because, like, let's say with the U-turn, you know, somebody who has a whole lot of earth in their chart is not going to be as eloquent with U-turns as somebody with water or air or mutable energy, you know. (laughs) 
So I can imagine, you know, Capricorn's trying to make you turn. That's way harder. <laughs> um, or Virgos. <laughs> not as easy for that right and because you know the earth sign is about slow and steady and Mm -hmm. stability and you know especially if it's a fixed sign you know so having to make a u-turn is like hold on i was slow and steady on this straight path like what the hell is going on (laughs) or to believe in something that's not slow and steady that's the other thing i realized about earth signs is for for you to get an earth sign to believe in something that comes different than slow and steady you have to have you gotta be really really talented you have to be really talented (laughs) they just put my mother on this podcast (laughs) that's the skepticism of the virgo though literally you know and i and so so let me just say what my three signs are real fast since we're talking about virgo again my sun sign is pisces my rising sign or ascending sign is virgo and my moon sign is aquarius um, and that's what the, the Virgo really energy is all about. And this is tropical charts. We're tra- talking about tropical. I do pay attention to all charts, but this is the tropical. Um, that Virgo is a skeptic. And I know it's because if it's not coming slow and steady and making sense every step of the way, we're questioning it. Like, eh, I don't know. You got to show me some proof. <laughs> exactly. That's that's it. So that's why having those those charts are important. And for Gemini, I think the Virgo is really can be very challenging for Gemini. It is okay because I had a Virgo mother. Okay, so I'm Virgo <laughs> and I'm a Gemini. Shout out Virgo mama. Right. We love you. She had a very hard time understanding me. Like she used to call me slighty and you're wishy washy. Y'all all over the place. You never finish mm-hmm. anything. And I, at the time, just thought all these things she was saying, you know, and then as I got older, it wasn't that I was wishy-washy, it was that I was literally trying to figure out what I was good at and what I wanted to do, and you never know unless you try things, so it, it was certain things that, like, I had never seen anybody do, or I don't, I didn't even know why I was curious, maybe mm. because it was just different, but I would pursue it, and then I would be like, no, I'm not really interested, and then so I would stop doing it, and to her, it's like, that's no dedication, you got to stick with something, and I'm like, why mm-hmm. am I going to make myself miserable sticking with something that I don't like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that was that Gemini and Virgin energy, you know, she didn't understand how, you know, especially the air, I'm all over the place and I'm mutable, I'm changeable. So I can go anywhere in a gap or any surroundings and change up if I needed to, you know, for her, it was kind of like, no, I'm not doing that. And why are you doing that? That don't make sense. Mm That's not Virgo energy. That's not how Virgo energy perceives things. Like the internal conflict that I have always had. And I, I just heard this a few nights ago. Someone said, before you know your ascendant, you don't really know yourself. So if you're not studying your Ooh. rising energy, then you just, you really don't get yourself. And it was not until I learned that my rising sign was Virgo opposite of my son and really started to dig into what the explanation of that opposition is. Then I was like, oh, Oh, that is why I have been fighting with myself since I was a little girl. Because the Virgo, my Virgo is here to do work. My Virgo is not interested in not doing its best all the time. (laughs) 
and the Pisces and the Aquarian, man, girl, that Pisces and Aquarian are trying to stay up in the stars and dream life away. <laughs> and the Virgo is like, if y'all don't get your butts down here and do some work, and it's just always yes, upset. We have to plan this out, and we got to stick with the plan. <laughs> and we have to nourish that Gemini midheaven because I think that's that's the thing. It's the same thing with you is that. I've never been able to stick onto one thing for too long. Once I feel like I understand it, that if the next level of me getting to understand it is going into mastering it. So right before mastery, but like, okay, I got it. And I don't want to master anything, honestly, except for experience itself. Um, I move on. And it's always been like that. And it's an internal struggle. My internal self is saying, you need mm -hmm. to stick to something. You need to have a thing. <laughs> and um, I give thanks for plants because plants is my thing now. Like I do, I, the universe gave me a thing that I myself cannot debate myself out of. <laughs> um, and I love it. I'm so thankful. <laughs> and then, too, like I said, in a way that you're here to deal with the masses, it's kind of like you're the trend. You know what I'm saying? So the trend doesn't you don't have the same trend going on for years and years. It's like, okay, I've, I've mastered that enough to teach y'all about it. Okay, y'all get that? Okay, so now we're moving on to the next. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so that Gemini allows you to do that, and the Virgo allows you to do the research and the planning that needs to be done so that you can get that information out there. Uh -huh. And then the Virgo, I mean, and then the Gemini is like, okay, next. And then the Pisces is like, how are people receiving that? How did they receive that? Okay, they felt good about the way I did this. Okay, so that's what we're going to do over here because the people like that. Right. You know what? And the Pisces keeps it pure, friend. I am so thankful yes, for the Pisces energy on this earth, and I am so thankful for the Pisces energy in me because my head is messed up too. I still have hater thoughts, and that Pisces keeps it so pure. <laughs> I'm so thankful for that, man. Oh, man. Um, I want to talk real quick about some April that just came up, and I want to make sure I bring it up before I forget. So I love that your rising is Libra and my rising is Virgo. And I feel like, I mean, we are just true soulmates. <clears throat> we are true soulmates. <laughs> because as I have become aware over the last three years, and I've shared with you many times, Libra energy has become the energy that, has been most challenging for me, Libra and Aries. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I know from knowing you uh, that Virgo has been a challenging energy for you. Um, how beautiful yes. is that, that two women who have known <laughs> each And when we saw each other, we synced up instantly. We know this in our instantly. freshman year. Instantly, we were like, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you know, and literally we would just think. And so how beautiful is it, though, that two women uh, and even children at one point were synced up together in this, in this dance of being able to help each other embrace those energies? Because I know I help you with Virgo. I know I do. And you helped me with Libra. Yeah, I did with Virgo and Pisces. With both of them. And, and you helped me as well with Gemini and with um, Libra. And I didn't even know that you helped me with Libra because I didn't understand my challenge with Libra. But... You do, like you, I have always been able to embrace your display of your beauty. I've always been able to embrace that about all my friends, actually. 
And I think Hoden has, uh, or Layla also has a strong Libra position because my, girl, my closest girlfriends are some of the most beautiful women that, I mean, period, I've always had dimes on my team. And, and, I, and beauty is never something I've been comfortable with. <laughs> so it's just so interesting, you know, um, how perfectly matched up we are. Yes. And then the Pisces makes it right. soft for both of us because I feel like the Pisces is where we do all of our healing together. You know, like we have all these energies around yeah. us that we struggle with. And then in the Pisces, me and you come together and we just drop all together. We drop everything. We don't have, we don't come with any, I don't know. It's just so special when you mean you connect and no matter what's going on in our lives, we're able to drop it and we're able to meet in that healing place. Um, it's really special friend. <laughs> And it's it's really unconditional love because um, mm -hmm. I had to think about that the other day. Like I think you were the first identifier in my life of unconditional love because you know as we've had conversations prior, everybody gets on my nerves. I mean, I get on my own nerves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like it doesn't matter whether we have an opposition of opinion. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Like, I know at the end of the day, your intent is never to cause me any harm. Your intent is never anything negative towards me. So even if something happens in my perception where I'm irritated or I feel some kind of way about something, all that gets dusted to the side. The Pisces comes out and it's like, really, girl? Like, get that together. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's done. <laughs> and it's done like period it's done mm. and I do try I told you you're like your picture is my mantra in my third eye like when people are getting on my nerves to the core and I'm just like dude I'm about to explode like it's like Lanita energy hello like, <laughs> and it's like all right <laughs> like I can't bring it down all the way to Lanita energy so I'm gonna have to exit the situation I'm <laughs> Before I act the fool, <laughs> she's a reminder. It's unconditional love, definitely. It is that it truly is because I feel the same thing. Like I don't ever, I I don't ever think that you would ever hold a grudge against me. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I would just always think that me and you could work it out. Just always, like we could always that find a point to come back together and be like, hey, we got something real special here. Like we shouldn't let. We shouldn't let some pettiness, yeah, get in the way. Exactly. Anything. Anything. But I do want to make it very clear with people in their charts about the midhaven, because I know we are talking about, um, you know, our sun signs, our rising signs, and our moon signs. But for a lot of people, and especially right now, with our generation and the generations below us, is the 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 niche. Everybody is having a hard time finding their purpose and what their niche is and, you know, like how they fit into this human community. And the Menhaven is the perfect place to look because, you know, it describes the energy that you have as far as your career and dealing with the masses, you know. And like for me, um, you know, I went on that journey because mine was in cancer. You know, mm -hmm. so I am here to nourish, yeah. to nourish people, to motivate them, you know, um, 
And it has to be all this loving, nurturing energy or else I don't feel complete. I don't feel mm-hmm. fulfilled, you know. And so um, that's, that's a critical point to bring up. Yeah, that's deep too, because you would have had you have to have a Pisces moon to be able to be a Cancer midheaven. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to be no Cancer midheaven without a Pisces moon. <laughs> I think I would be honestly, Fred. I'm gonna be honest. Like I would be mean as hell. Yeah. I didn't have a moon Pisces, and I just you know I had all this air, and then this Venus and Cancer because an unbalanced Venus and Cancer you know, they are very, you know, they're the crabs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, they attack people verbally, sometimes without, it's not even the intent, you know what I'm saying? Like when that sign is not balanced. So <clears throat> I am thankful for that moon and Pisces balancing out that energy. Yeah, that's that's the other thing that I think people don't really realize, too, is that all these energies that we're talking about have wide variations of, of tones and, and frequency. And so there's, you know, dark and light to everything. So all all of us, every single moment has a dark side and a light side. <laughs> so um, that dark side, that the light that side of a cancer, it is. Yes. And that's like a whole topic because a, a light cancer is the most loving, mothering, caring, compassionate human on the earth I think surpassing a Pisces way um definitely but the hurt cancer my dad then told me some stories I'm like dang dang <laughs> for real with the, the dog too dad hurt. yes the hurt cancer hurts people you know what I mean most of the time it's those that are closest to them yeah that get the abuse because that's going to be the only person that can hurt a cancer uh, a stranger can't hurt a cancer cancers don't give themselves to everyone you know exactly whereas a pisces is more universal a pisces can get hurt by a person walking down the street just there they being hurt like, oh my god i'm hurt <laughs> i feel hurt exactly give me a break <laughs> um all right so yeah let's... Has that hard scale. yeah mm, that protection oh man see up and scales are just let anything in you breathe through your scales <laughs> Uh, all right, well, we'll have to talk about that, too. We'll have to talk about, like, the different um, symbols that represent the zodiac. These will be great conversations. I'm excited for these. Um, but let's go. Let's stay on the midheaven a little bit and get that because we wanted to talk about business and about how our charts, especially those, those big three we talked about and as well as the midheaven and anything else and the relations, um, how they are influencing our lives personally, I mean, professionally, and how um, we're using these energies to grow our business or our brands or do our work or whatever. So you were just starting, like starting to get into that with the cancer in midheaven. And I feel like, and I've always seen this in you, that I've always seen that. I've always seen that you are such a lover and a compassionate human and um, that it, I've always seen you interact with people in a loving and compassionate way. I know you get mad. I've seen you, you know, I think I've seen you be angry a couple of times. I haven't really seen that side of April person in my face, but um, I know it's there and I know you cray cray, but I've always seen you bring immense value and love to everybody you interact with. That's all you bring. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. Like what is the midheaven? Maybe a little bit more. I guess we've said it a couple of times now, but how, how are you activating that or using that to, to manifest this, this career path in this future for you? 
So the beautiful thing is, like I said, my moon sign is in Pisces. So I have a deep level of compassion and empathy for people. Um, My niche here, my purpose here on this planet is to be a life coach. I am here to show people their habit patterns, their behaviors that are stopping them from being the person that they want to be. Mm -hmm. and um, so the moon in Pisces is beautiful there but what the midhaven does for me and for everyone else is that it invites that nurturing aspect to, to coaching because it's hard for us to change who we are you know what I'm saying especially when things are on a subconscious level and they come automatic like just like breathing you know, um, so to be able to nurture someone through their process of them being self-critical, of them not thinking that they can do this, or them not believing that they can actually be the person they envision themselves being. Um, the beautiful thing about Gemini is it balances that Pisces out to where, you know, after I deal with a client and say they have some some heavy stuff going on, the Gemini allows me to not internalize what they're going through, Mm. you know what I'm saying, so that I can better help them. I'm Mm. more of an observer instead of becoming so intertwined, you know, that Mm -hmm. I'm just feeling everything they're feeling, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And then the Libra makes me an advocate for that individual. Like, I'm your motivator. I'm going hard for you. This is who you want to be, so let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm the drill. The Libra brings out that drill sergeant that's like, yo, let's get this done. This is what you said you wanted to do, so let's do it, you know? And um, I'm just, I'm team you, you know? So that's what the signs have helped me um, that's how the science has helped me with my business, definitely. Yeah, and it really, I think that they're all coming, I mean, like, as I see it developing, it, it all makes sense, you know, even with the Libra and the credit, too, you know, like, there's justice in fixing credit. <laughs> that's, that's a balancing of the sales on a major ah. level. And it has to happen time and time again, right? Like, as long as there's been credit, we've had periods of people going through bad credit and then good credit. Like, this, this is the financial system that we live <laughs> under. <laughs> And it's an injustice, friend. And I'm so glad that you say that because our slogan is empowerment to the uninformed, man. Yeah. And what it is is it's so many people that have no clue about credit, how it works, but yet it's your livelihood. Yeah. It's so many people that don't even understand that half the negative things, most of the negative things that are on their credit are put there illegally. <laughs> And it's messing with your livelihood. So, like, that's that Libra in me. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get people informed. I want you to live your best life, dude. Why do these two percenters who built this system, you know, why do they get to live? They they use the loopholes, you know, Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Most of the money that he has used to build his empires has not come out of his pocket. I mean, none of them use their own. That's not what it is. Yeah, that's not our system. Exactly. And I feel like Donald Trump, I think he's really is like the epitome of the American story. Like they really are telling a story and he is, he's a big part of it. 
Because if you watch Donald Trump, he is the ideal American. He really is. When he says, let's make America great again, he means it because he's showing you this is what America is about. And I get that a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. <laughs> but he is showing you he is the example of America. That man went bankrupt multiple times for multi-million and billion dollar bills and debt and yes. has con and continued to rebuild uh, a billion, you know, million, billion dollar industry so, or business, whatever, um, conglomerate of Trump. That is what credit is about. And it's real, real. Like the Libra knows that in order to actually service the people, I need to be here to inform the people and let them know of the truth. And to bring the balance back. To yeah. bring it back to the masses. Bam. But in a nurturing way, I love it. <laughs> well, and why? I was, oh no, go ahead, sorry, I'm friend. No, I was just backing that up. Very nurturing and loving. Very. That's the energy we thrive in, and we want it. We want to give it because we want it back. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're nice," and I'm like, "No, I'm just selfish <laughs> because I know what I give, I'm gonna get back, baby." <laughs> And that's, that's that chart. That's that whole, that's the representation of that. That's really how it looks like because I hear Gemini in that. I hear the recognition of the Gemini, the dual sides and the dual sides of the Libra and the Pisces. You're so dualistic. Oh, it's so interesting. You were so, so dark and light. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I love it. Um, well, for me, you know, my midheaven is in Gemini and it's just always going to be a special spark. Uh, part of my story that this young woman, this woman, this soulmate, this sister of mine, um, you know, I don't know how many years it was ago now, I guess three or four years ago, I remember standing in the doorway of the backyard up in Portland and I was looking out and um, I think I had just drawn a picture of something <laughs> and um, we were talking and I, I hadn't, I wasn't on social media or maybe I was just a little bit, but we were talking and you were like, we need to, you know so much, you have to tell people what you know. And it was something to those words that you said. And I had never, I just had never thought about it before. <laughs> I had never thought that I had a lot to share based on all the things that I had learned over the years <laughs> from my strong, you know, desire to learn a lot of different things and that Aquarius thirst for new knowledge. Um, and like you were saying, the Virgo energy. So to have a Gemini be the be this literal activating point of my Gemini midheaven and helping me connect my previous 30 something years of analyzing and learning to oh I can actually now use this to create a career path for myself that works and supports my lifestyle and my children and everything like I mean that I literally still can see magical sparkle pixie dust around that moment and um, I'm just so thankful for you and that you have the abrasive nature of that Gemini to say whatever you're thinking because a lot of people maybe would think that but wouldn't say that. And I needed someone to tell me the truth. <laughs> and it was exactly. a Gemini and only a Gemini is going to be able to do it. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. And that, that goes over into my coaching too. 
which is, you know, being on the phone with a client and them saying like, oh, wow, I never realized that until until you just asked me those questions and I just said that out loud. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the honesty, because I will pull that up out of you. Like, that's not factual. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to the real. And you have to have someone in your life that is not afraid of confrontation because through confrontation comes resolution, mm-hmm. you know, but that's willing to get down to the gut truth, no matter how dark, no matter how, whatever it is, let's get to it. You know, what's interesting though is with the Libra, Libras don't like confrontation. And I think that's a big balance for you because you're not scared of confrontation, but you also know how to stay out of it. <laughs> Cause I bet if you didn't have that Libra keeping you like not wanting to be in as much confrontation, you would be, you would be a real firecracker. <laughs> You'd have to have Aries there. Yeah. My descendant is an Aries. Yeah. How I am in close relations and, and work relations. Definitely. It gives it gives that Libra the voice it needs to stand mm-hmm. up for justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that beautiful I sweet Aries. I love that Aries energy. <laughs> Confident builders, that's for it's, sure. It is something, though, isn't it? This show is, and it truly is confidence builders. I mean, when I come from, to come from an Aries womb, the older I get, the more I realize how an Aries builds other people's confidence. And it's, it's mostly in their extreme ability to be so selfish that you realize it, it truly, friend, it truly has nothing to do with you. <laughs> like you're like, oh, you really are selfish based on your own, like you, it truly is all about you. Like, it's, it's not me. I mean, that was so big just for my mother to come to this understanding that, oh, it really had nothing to do with me. It really didn't. And it allowed my confidence, my self-confidence to just to catapult, you know, over the years. Like, that's her. That's, that's Aries. That's their intention. And, and, you know, and then, and two, to realize and Aries that that is okay because that's their purpose here. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So it mm. is I, me. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are here to get the bigger ideas pushed out. You know what I'm saying? They don't handle details. That's what everybody else is for. But they have the big ideas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, they are the thing. first sign. So everything is about me, 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 me. I, I. Mm. So yes, if you if you have a very balanced Aries, they are definitely a great motivator. Definitely a great motivator. All right, friend, hold on one second. I had to push pause real quick because I have to. Uh, we're about to go past one hour, so it just was paused at the perfect time. <laughs> We're about to go oh, back and record, oh, we'll though. Yeah, but we got to come back on. We got to finish recording right here real quick. Okay, so that segment one is on. All right. Yeah, the beautiful Aries. I'm thankful for Aries in Mars and in Venus because um, that that power to start some stuff is, ooh, it sure does support the Gemini well. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini be like, yeah, Aries. 
love some Aries energy with that Gemini energy. Um, friend, this was so much fun. Um, I just love that it was just you and I talking about the things we talk about. Um, I look forward to doing this more with you and uh, exploring our personal charts more and those of the people around us. And um, maybe we can even like, I don't know, I don't want to make it an astrology show exactly, but uh, I enjoy talking to it with you because this is a big part of my life that I don't really share a lot. And, um, and this is a, a language for you and I. So thanks for coming it on. It is. And, and I think it's important to possess the, the importance of astrology and, mm-hmm. and, too, to say that, like I always say, it's not no hoodoo voodoo stuff like everybody be making it out to be. It's it's really just a science, you know, of energy, like and how it affects us, you know, and like it's really just that simple. <laughs> it's just it's just that simple. And it's geometry too, as you were talking about the sun and the rising. I wanted to come back. I'm happy that this came back around because the way I look at the zodiac. And the way I look at the sky and the way I look at the earth is, a, you know, that full 360 degree circle. And so as we're thinking about the earth being the center point of the circle, the earth is the diameter of the circle. We have half of the circle underneath the earth potentially or, you know, in the darkness of the earth and the belly of the beast. And then we have half of that circle in the heavens. And that's the zodiac. The zodiac is this 360 degree circle that half of it represents the beginning of Aries bringing forth and going up into uh, the light and being recognized, you know, recognize recognition of that new year of that, of the newness of the plant cycle, um, all bright and moves around into Virgo and then goes down into the underworld Virgo being halfway from the beginning or Libra, I'm sorry, being halfway from Aries. And then it goes, then it starts to descend down into the darkness. And that's, the older, more mature signs. And so it's, it's geometry. It's an understanding of what one degree of 360 degrees represents. It's what, you know, 15 degrees of 360 degrees represents. We're, we live in this frequency language realm. <laughs> and frequencies manifest themselves into physical beings. But at the end of the day, it's all frequency and it has a very particular, it's a language and you get to deciphering it and you get more comfortable with your environment. Damn. There go that Virgo. Break down them patterns, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Break it down. You just get more comfortable, man. Like it just, I know, oh, okay. It makes sense. And then we can know we know what to practice, you know, learning how to decipher the languages. Yes, ma'am. Well, friend, um, we're past our hour now, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. And um anything you want to leave the people with today? Any recommendations? Maybe somewhere they can find their chart or ways that they can start studying their big three or something like um, that. I started off one of the most popular sites is astro.com um i like their explanations i feel like um it's very simplistic um i really like astro.com um astro cafe um i believe that their interpretations are a little bit more detailed um and then there's the astro codex now, now, whoever is doing the writing for that is a very intuitive writer. Mm. Um, so uh, those are three different perspectives 
and I think they're great to mm. to take in. Yeah, I I would shout out um, the Peace Dealer. He's a YouTube astrologer, and I think that if you guys if you if you get your charts ran online and you want to get a like a person a person's perspective to look on YouTube and look at the many different astrologers out there. But Peace Dealer is one. He's a Gemini actually, and when I hear him talking, I I imagine myself talking to you. <laughs> Um, I think you should go find a, an astrologer that has a lot of Gemini in their chart and get them to read to you too. <laughs> um, but get your chart done, get your whole natal chart done and figure out, start to dig into it, right? Like that's the best way to learn astrology is, is just by learning your own placements and, and figuring out yourself. And Exactly. Yeah, things start to make sense. All right, friend. Well, we will have you back on the show again soon. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and having a conversation with your friend. Thank you. So I love you. I love you guys. Thanks for your time. We love you. We're happy to have you back. You're the first repeat family. We will be back next Monday. Uh, same time, same place. Until then, peace. All right. All right, friend. I like that one. Yay! Segment two doesn't have any time though. All right, well I have it all recorded again too. All right, love, I, my phone is going off the charts. I have people calling and texting. I know, me too. Yeah, I love you. Right, I'll talk to you. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, bye.